You've got work friends, you've got best friends, and now you've got ghoul friends. Hello and welcome to episode 17 of the Ghoul Friends podcast. I'm Celeste. And I'm Caitlin. And holy shit. Holy shit indeed. And don't adjust your screens, folks. (laughs) This is the second episode coming to you in one week. It's pretty crazy. So we have had a significant increase in listeners. It's been a busy weekend. (laughs) I know I released a little message about it, but how do you feel about everything that's like gone down since the weekend? It's pretty badass. I like keep refreshing the page like over and over on Podbean. I'm like, (laughs) Click, 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 click. And I'm like, holy shit, it just doesn't stop going up. So we've got a lot more listeners. Um, shout out to Morbid Podcast for yes. giving us a shout out. And oh I mean, God, we went yeah. from like like moms and dads and like close friends, everyday listening. We're like, hey, we're cool. Yeah. To like over a thousand listens for the last two days. Right. So and it's it's a big deal. And I think right before we started recording, we confirmed that we now have at least one listen today from every state. In the, in the United States, yeah. Along with a lot of other countries around right. the world. So it's... It's mind-blowing. It's truly. pretty cool. It's pretty cool. So we decided, like, give the people what they want. <laughs> They're listening, so we're <laughs> recording. So we're going to throw an extra episode out this week. Um, we are working on some cool stuff, especially for yeah. October, but we're going to yeah, schedule and release, you know, at least once a week Yeah, um, with some cool, you know, info. But this is kind of like a... Hey, thanks for listening. Don't leave us. Oh my God, I know. Yeah, no. I mean, to put it in perspective too, we had a, it was a fun weekend to begin with because we obviously are in Massachusetts. As you know, we got to see the king himself, Billy Joel, in Fenway of all places on Saturday. Yep. So we were, I felt like pretty tied up with family. My parents were in town and my Mm -hmm. sister um, who's also on an upcoming guest episode, so yes. get ready for that. Ghoul Friends plus Gabby. Ghoul Friends plus Gabby. Um, so we had a big weekend ahead of us, and, you know, I had written into Morbid, hadn't really checked, you know, any of the feeds, mm-hmm. and then we came back from Billy Joel. And you're like, holy shit, get in here, look at our numbers. I thought we'd been hacked. <laughs> I was like, who in the fuck is, like, doing this? And... Like the, who? What? Who in our family loves us so much that made like eighteen accounts and was like, like yeah, like, like, like from like <laughs> the United Kingdom and Canada and everywhere else. I mean, Super it was cool. We couldn't believe it, and we're yeah. we still kind of can't believe it. But <laughs> here we are. We're doing our extra episode. Yeah, we're you know gonna make it work. Bring the people what they want. Y'all yeah. are listening. We're recording, and uh, we hope you enjoy it. Yeah. Do you want to talk about what we're gonna cover? One of my most favorite topics, okay. something I'm obsessed with. Um, one of our good friends, James Wyatt, yes. asked about this and said, "Hey, you want to throw out like a cool episode?" Mm-hmm. Um, he specifically wanted my your topic topic. Um, I didn't find enough for an entire topic, so I'm like, "Yeah, give you half an episode. Yeah, deal you with can it. Have half of it." But yeah. um, so I feel like. It's serial killers. Yeah. We're talking about some scary, crazy people. We were talking about it with Gabby this weekend. Yeah, we were. <laughs> the guy that, like, got his arms chopped off and, like, laid in the mud. <laughs> and he was a girl, but Did, yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was a, it was a woman. And so, like, it's just crazy, crazy stuff. So I know, like, most every, you know, everybody's heard of Charles Manson, Jeffrey Dahmer. Mm-hmm. We tried to be a bit more obscure. Let's go out of the box a little bit. I mean, those are very well known. Pretty much everybody knows kind of the stories about them. 
Yeah. So, yeah, we're going to do two serial killers that may have heard of, may not have heard of, um, but you're going to learn today. <laughs> They're interesting. And you know what? We got a request for longer episodes, so... We're going to try. We have done a <laughs> fair amount of research. Who to our voices? <laughs> I don't know. Apparently, a lot of y'all, from the sounds of it, yeah. but you said longer episodes. We're going to well, attempt. We are going to attempt longer episodes. <laughs> and I will say, too, I know this is a true crime subject, and Morbid, that is their specialty. That's all they yeah. do. So we're not trying to merge up into Morbid's lane because, you know, y'all are the shit when but it comes to true crime. creepy as fuck, though. It's creepy. And, you know, we said, let's do a little something different. Yeah. Let's try it. Yeah. See how you like it. And uh, if you do, we'll, we can do more of it. Yeah. All right. Let's well, go. Do you want me to? Oh, well, the top of your note says Jolly Jane. So go on, Jolly Jane. Tell me what's up. And it's so <laughs> not jolly. Given... <laughs> This is a shit show from beginning to end, and it's a shit show that is local to us because this is a serial killer that lived in Massachusetts. Oh, yeah. Way before we were ever <laughs> even thought of, yep. so don't worry about that. But, <laughs> yeah, I came across this. I'd heard of it before and decided, you know what, this may be a really interesting one to look up. Yeah. And um, it was a shit show to research, so. Cool deal. Buckle up. I'm buckled. Are you ready? <laughs> we put our metaphorical seatbelts on. We're ready to roll. Yeah, I'm interested. All I see is Jelly Jane just in bold letters. <laughs> yeah. I'm intrigued. And it's going to take on a, a very infamous tone by the end of this, I guarantee it. Oh, dear. Yeah. So this is the story of Jolly Jane or Jane Toppin for anyone that knows who that Toppins. is. Toppins. <laughs> Toppins. So... Jolly Jane, yep. or Jane Toppin, was actually born under a different name. Her name was Honora Kelly, okay, and she went by Nora. She was born in Boston, and the date of her birth is not exactly well known. It was either 1854 or 1857. Okay. Right? So right here local. Her parents were Peter, named Peter and Bridget. Um, they were Irish immigrants. Mm-hmm. Um, her mother, Bridget, died early on from tuberculosis. Okay. So, and she had, a, I believe, two other sisters as well. Her father, after, you know, their mother's death, was an alcoholic to begin with, but it kind of increased after her passing. Sure, sure. And in general, he was kind of a giant dick. He would, he was mm-hmm. loud. He was, um, you know, he kind of left them alone a lot. He was just, he was not a good father figure at all. That sucks. It does. So to the point in 1860, um, both daughters, so Nora mm-hmm. and um, and I forget, I think Nellie is the second uh, daughter's name, were removed from the house and sent to the Boston Female Asylum, Oh, which actually isn't an asylum. It's an orphanage at the time. Yeah, that's sad. It is sad. So unfortunately, Nora's uh, sister Nellie suffered from severe mental health issues and was actually later committed to an actual, you know, mental institution pretty much for the rest of her life, as far as we know. Mm -hmm. So to kind of give you some background on the Boston Female Asylum, it was the first charity in Massachusetts, and I believe Boston specifically, for women and children. And it was started by a preacher's wife in 1799. Okay. Again, you have to remember, this is not, there is no state assistance at this time. Sure. Basically, the care of these people is based on rich, you know, the wealthy Mm -hmm. population and what they feel like they can do. Pretty much, it's not a whole lot. (laughs) No, and the, you know, from what I've read, the conditions in these places were not great. Yeah. It was kind of places people just sent their children to live. Mm. So, 
that is, it, it's sad. Yeah. So Nora and her sister were sent there um, to a woman mm-hmm. named Ann Toppin. And she's a widow and basically becomes her foster mother. Um, Anne was kind of a giant bitch. Mm-hmm. She was super racist. She hated Irish people. Um, oh, good. This wasn't uncommon, unfortunately, in the U.S. at this time. But remember, Nora is Irish. That's her right. ancestry. So at this point, Anne changes her name from Nora to Jane to sound less Irish. She wants her to sound more oh. American. Again, dick move. Do sure. Yeah. So Jane basically grows up with Anne's daughter, Elizabeth, but it's really not considered a member of the family. Um, so Jane lives a good majority of her life with the Toppins, mm-hmm. and she's re- actually released as a servant. You know, her indentured servitude is over at age 18, but she ends up remaining with them until she was actually around 28 years old. Oh, wow. So it's kind of a fucked up situation, right? She's there but she's not really in the family she's just kind of working for them well, she's surviving she's surviving yeah. exactly so in 1887 jane decides that she wants to go into the medical field and she gets accepted to the nursing school at cambridge hospital shit i know this is all Good for you boo yeah yeah and this is all Get in massachusetts it, so when jane's in nursing school this is really where she gets the jolly persona that comes with her nickname uh-huh before she's kind of a snitch she's kind of a bitch honestly she gossips she Talk shit about about a lot of people behind their back, but in nursing school she decides, hey, I'm gonna like reinvent myself. So she becomes super chipper, attentive. She's a great student, and she's kind of on point with everything. Mm-hmm. Now, if you know my personality, and if I walk into the room and I'm chipper, <laughs> there's a fucking problem. I've <laughs> probably had a medical crisis, and you need to call nine one one. Like that's the first red flag about her because she can just like change her personality at a whim. You literally had to hug your like parents this weekend and your face was like <laughs> sheer just I like hate hugging. disgust. <laughs> I know that makes me like non-human, but I just I hate hugging. It's I know you not love my to death, favorite. but like I do. I was just like don't touch me and it's I have just, to touch them. Yeah, it's just not my love language. Yeah. Some people just aren't touchy feeling and I am just one of them holding holding strong folks. Um but Jane was one of those. She decided yep. she was going to be cheery. She was going to, you know, make a lot of friends, which she did. She became a patient favorite in nursing school. Good. But there's kind of one little issue with that. She kind of liked to kill him a lot. <laughs> like a lot, a lot. I think you would be a good serial killer because, like, you're so... Rude. <laughs> That's rude as fuck. Well, Why? So are you. You are rude. You're like trying that to make me a serial killer. <laughs> but you like come off like super nice and like friendly and like you could like swim people over, but like yeah. low key, if you hated someone, you'd be like, yo, here's some cyanide. Like you would be Lavinia Fisher, like putting some oleander in some tea and being like off with this bitch. You know what, folks? Next week it's gonna be the cool friend podcast because that's rude as hell. Just because I'm a bitch doesn't mean I'm gonna go run around killing everybody up in the joint. Jesus. Lord. Anyways. You're rude. But well. Jane Jane was. She was 100% that bitch. You are 100% that bitch. I'm just being honest. I'm not being rude. <laughs> we'll be divorced by the end of this episode, I guarantee Love you. you. Yeah. We'll Continue. see about that. I'm going to sip my Diet Coke. Yeah, you sip the Diet Coke. And after I tell you what she did, you may not want to. Because Jane's killer cocktail of choice was by mixing, and you're in, you were in healthcare, so you know... You'll probably get this, mixing atropine and morphine together. Bye. And just, I think, going straight into IV lines. 
So <laughs> that's a really lethal combo from what I've read. And Night essentially they would have like really violent yeah. seizures and they would, uh, I mean, obviously die. die. Yeah. Oh. And then this bitch would crawl up into bed with them <gasps> and she'd yeah. like stroke their face as they Ew. passed away. I love that you're stroking my face. I know. Right Cause then you keep like <laughs> shit talking me. I'm just kidding. I'm not going to do anything to her, but that's what she would do. Like, that's how crazy this bitch. We need a, like a segment on the show called this bitch. This bitch. This bitch <laughs> will crawl up in the bed and watch him die. And like, I think 12 people died while she was oh, in nursing goodness. school. And the problem with this is that the combination of those drugs does not show up on a toxicology report. Ooh. Or there was some, at least at the time. Well, like, I was saying a long time ago. It. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you can get away with, Murder. <laughs> Give me the She really, really did. You're gonna. Find that's smart, though. That's a smart human being. Exactly. She was smart, and she was crazy. So <laughs> don't be afraid. Yeah, be, be, be afraid. <laughs> so shall we continue on our journey with Nurse Ratchet here? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. So she did get through nursing school. She killed half the hospital, apparently, but. Dang. She decided that she was going to continue doing nursing, and she got a job at Mass General Hospital. Shut the front door. Which is still a major yeah, hospital, hospital yeah. right? So that didn't stop her, though. Like, this bitch was still yeah. on a rampage. And she actually had a survivor that came out of what, her time there, oh, someone who didn't die. Fuck that, boo-boo. Her name was Amelia Fenny, and... Jane did what she usually did. She mixed the atropine and the morphine. So yep. she started seizing and convulsing. And she said Jane got in the bed with her and was like stroking her face and whatnot. But then someone interrupted and Jane like just beat feet it out of there and like got out the door. Oh, oops. and Amelia lived. Yep. But she said she thought it was like a drugged up dream. Like, oh no, boo boo. That really happened. Isn't that terrifying? <laughs> like, fuck yeah. no. So, mind you, she's on a, like, killing spree. She's jumping up into bed, stroking the faces, and getting the hell out of there. And you want to know why she had to leave Mass General? Because she was hopping up into beds and stroking stroking faces? No, it wasn't that. (laughs) Magically. I don't know how that wasn't it. She was dismissed in 1890 for leaving without permission. She left the ward she was working without telling anyone. (laughs) Oh. Like, after all this shit, that's why she leaves. Yeah. (laughs) So, Jane's out. She got to figure out what she's going to do now. Do you think she says, you know what? Like, just clearly didn't work just out for me. I got to hang it up. No, I gotta, she going to kill some more people. She going to kill a lot more people. And I guarantee you it's going to get, it's going to get nasty. <laughs> Are you ready? Yes. So after leaving Mass General, her hospital career is kind of done. Like all the hospitals, mind you, there's not that many, mm-hmm. are talking and they're just saying, you know what? Like. She's a little shady. She's a shady Sheila. <laughs> shady Sheila rolling she, in. Yeah, and she can't. No one wants to hire her. Yep. So at this point, there were such things as private nurses, people who worked for wealthy families. Yep. Um, were not affiliated with the medical system. Okay. And that's what Jane decides, you know, she's got to do. So in 1895, she's living in Cambridge. Yep. With, at a, I think it's a boarding house. And she meets a lovely older couple named Israel and Levy Dunham. Well, lovey. Um, the other thing I forgot to mention, <laughs> it's a cute name, right? Lovey. Lovey-dovey. The thing about Jane, too, is uh, Jane kind of believed old people were kind of irrelevant. Like, they didn't really need to be here anymore. <laughs> they were kind of old, and, like, they needed a lot of care. Just be gone. Like, yeah, I literally wrote, old people, they gone. <laughs> so Israel apparently was too old for Jane, so magically Israel died. Go figure. Oh, 
Okay. And you'll see this like pattern million times. Uh-huh. So that happens in 1889 or 1899, excuse me. She's vacationing on Cape Cod. Hello. Oh, hey. And that's fun. She invites her sister, Elizabeth Toppin, remember from mm-hmm. the bitch yeah. foster mama. Elizabeth loves Jane. She loved having a sister. Jane fucking hated Elizabeth <laughs> because Jane was never really a family member. Like right. She has a lot of resentment. Also, she's a bitch too. Well, you you want to guess what maybe happened to Elizabeth? <laughs> Off with her head. Yeah, she kind of fell into a coma in Cape Cod, <laughs> and that was the end of Elizabeth, magically. I wonder why. Yep. Um, and so she, you'll kind of see she goes through this pattern of killing people. She moves into a boarding house. The boarding house managers, the owners, mysteriously just die. Oh, snap. Right? And so she basically, her big debut happens when she goes back to that Cape Cod cottage. Okay. She can't pay the rent because she's a little broke, <laughs> so she kind of, you know, just... Getting through Nurse Ratchet didn't like roll the dough. No, she wasn't. She wasn't kind of making a whole lot of money right now. So she's a little behind on the rent. (laughs) And the owners of the house, Maddie and Alden Davis, who own that cottage, obviously. Uh huh. Maddie is the wife. Alden's the husband. Maddie goes to Boston to Cape Cod to see Jane and like, where's my money? Yeah, bitch, better have my money. (laughs) Bitch, better have my money. (laughs) Right? Uh huh. Well, Jane makes her a drink. She kills him. You can. Well, her, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. If you can tell, having a drink from Jane ain't going to end well <laughs> oh, in this story. Jane. So Maddie goes into a coma and is later given a lethal dose. And Jane, you know, kind of assumes this like caring, you know, oh, and she she you. died love. She died with someone holding her hand. She really assumes this kind of angel of mercy role. So obviously the rest of the family comes down for the funeral and they just say, you know, you were so great to our mother, like, please stay. Oh, shit. Oops. That was bad idea number fucking one. I'm sorry. All I can think of is, like, lovingly dying, and I just pictured Jeff passing out at the Carolina, California Dreaming. Oh. That's Jeff's my dad, by the way. My dad famously, when I was in high school, had a, a bout of eating bad shrimp at a California Dreaming. And my mother thought he had just tripped down a stair and, like, fallen and was screaming at him. When in reality, he was having, like, a really bad reaction. <laughs> and we kind of thought he was having a, like, heart attack at the time. <laughs> so, he lived. It's all good. <laughs> I just picture everybody, like, going down, like, stroking his face. I'm like, you're okay. <laughs> it was very much more chaotic than that at the time, I can assure you. I'm sorry to interrupt your story. It's, it's okay. just like when you're saying that, I'm like, I'm like the time Jeff tanked it. I can't it's okay. You ate that shrimp. And you're just like, this is it, isn't it? Like, I'm gone. I'm dead. I'm so sorry. Continue. It's okay. Oh, Jeff. Love you. Uh, I know he listens. I'm so I know. Sorry. I'm so sorry, Dad. Uh, so the entire Davis family, you know, shows up for the funeral. They ask Jane to stay with them. Well, that was bad because by the end of this, the entire Davis family was dead. Oh. She killed an entire fucking family. Whoa. And I believe one of the members, and I don't remember who this, I believe her name was Minnie. Um, she dosed her with the atropine and morphine. Yep. She apparently at some point got so weak she could not swallow. Mm. And trigger warning, this is really graphic. Her fatal dose of the drugs were done through an enema oh no yeah oh this bitch crazy crazy she crazy af crazy af so obviously it's one thing to kill a bunch of people it's one thing to kill an entire family that are really fucking healthy Mm -hmm. so this raised a lot of suspicions there's an investigation opened 
And at the, you know, kind of urging of the family, they decided to have an autopsy on one of the family members. And, Mm -hmm. oh, fucking big surprise, there are traces of heavy metal (laughs) drugs in her system. Yeah. I believe this was Minnie, the one who, unfortunately, was killed by the enema. So... (laughs) Killed by the enema. But she was. <laughs> oh, here's little the ghoul. Gabby, oh, sorry, I just probably heard the ting. Our social media yeah. manager is checking in. Excuse <laughs> us. Also known as my sister who's decided she's now manning the Instagram account. So buckle up, everyone that follows us on Instagram. So, right. So they've done the autopsy. They find that there's drugs in the system. Mm-hmm. They kind of have what they need to put her under arrest, which they do. So the prosecution now in Massachusetts has to prove that Jane, Jolly Jane, did it, right? (laughs) Yeah. Well, they have a problem with this because, you know, they're saying that two of her victims, Minnie Gibbs and Georgina Gordon, were both killed from arsenic poisoning. Oh, good. Jane's too smart for that because, remember, she's mixing atropine and morphine. Right. So the results from the tests aren't right. Basically, the prosecution's stance is falling apart. Yeah. Um, it takes an interview with Minnie Gibbs' father-in-law, whose name is Captain Paul Gibbs, to really break the mold on everything. They really can't get anything on her. Mm-hmm. He basically says, Jane's way too smart for that. I bet she was mixing drugs. So I guess they went back and ran a more conclusive test oh. and found the combo of atropine morphine. Oh, swamp. So it gets kind of ridiculous at this point in the story, but essentially the court appoints psychiatrists to figure out, is she nuts like what is going on clearly she has a mental issue here and they say oh she got a big whopping one because (laughs) she ends up confessing to all of the murders she committed and they ask you know why did you administer the drugs and she just says because i wanted to kill him because i wanted to kill him well you know (laughs) because it's not (laughs) right and it's jeez and even more than that she got a little sexual thrill out of watching him die she said oh no and that's it's horrifying. That is horrifying. There's so many like similarities between that story and my story. It's kind of crazy. It, it, really? Yeah. Ooh. And they're very different. Very different. Like, very very different. Really far apart time yeah. wise. Yeah. So um, there's more to the story. Just a little bit to wrap it up. Um, Jolly Jane was sentenced to obviously life in a mental institution. Okay, probably fair. Right, right. At Taunton State Hospital in Massachusetts. Mm -hmm. Um, She died in 1938, and she was 81 years old at the time. So she lived out, essentially, the rest of her life. She Well, at least she was contained and not out and able to, you know, kind of do that again. She was contained, and the doctors that examined her basically said, you know, she's unfit for trial, but she will never essentially recover from this. Like, she is a danger to society. Well, at least they found that. Yeah, so if you ever hear a nurse called Jolly Jane at your hospital, you need to, like, close the back of the Johnny and, like, run because <laughs> that ain't good, folks. These are life-saving tips I'm giving you here. <laughs> close your Johnny. Close your Johnny. Though, and it is called a fucking Johnny. Yeah, no. Remember this little argument? Yeah, y'all in the South don't. I'm like, it's your Johnny. And everyone's like, what's the Johnny? And I'm like, I don't know another word for it. You're fucking Johnny. As Caitlin says, y'all in the South. <laughs> <laughs> What a gabby The self changed it, like a medical robe or like hospital, hospital gown, gown yeah. or something. It's Johnny. It's a fucking Johnny, dude. That's Email fun. us if you think it's wrong. Yeah, let's let's take a, a vote on the Johnny. Like, let us know because it's it a definitely a gown or no, a Johnny. It's a Johnny. All right. Well, yeah. 
Johnny it is. Johnny it is. Funny Mike. Little serial killer's name is John. Oh, connection. It's so crazy, though. Your story and my story have a lot of similarities. Okay. Well, I'm interested. Have you ever heard of John Wayne Gacy? I have, only because a really creepy photo I saw of him. Was he the one that dressed up like a clown? Yes. Fuck. You would. I know. Have you, you know lost what? your fucking mind? We have like switched something, and it is seven twenty-five p.m. It's getting. We're in you know oh. the northeast, so it's like seven o'clock, and it's pitch black. So we are podcasting in the dark. Scary oh. serial killers. Uh yeah, he dressed up as a clown, and we, we will, made a mistake. We made, we made a bad <laughs> mistake. <laughs> so sorry about it. Um, it's pretty terrifying. Um, yes, right. he did dress up as a clown, and we will get into that. Um, so as you know, John Wayne Gacy. I need a sip of the diet. Ta- but go on. Go on. <laughs> we don't even have tequila in here. We got seltzer water and Diet We're we're partying hard over here. <laughs> I may need the tequila after this yeah. story, but go on. Uh, okay, so John Wayne Gacy. He was okay. born in Chicago, Illinois on March 17th of 1942. So okay. not, you know, horribly long ago. Relatively. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he was the middle child, so Ugh, forgotten. One of those. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, he had two sisters, obviously, an older sister and a younger sister. Okay. Um, he grew up, he was picked on a lot, he was overweight, um, just not, yeah, James Hayes, non-athletic. Um, I was a little athletic. <laughs> so, yeah, and he actually had a medical condition um, that was never fully diagnosed. Okay. Um, but he had kind of what they call blackouts and seizures. Um, he really was sick, and he spent, like, over a year in a hospital. Okay, and he had these conditions as a child? Yes, he was young, and so that's why he couldn't play sports. So okay. it wasn't that he chose to not, not be active. To. He just, like... Couldn't do it. Right. But he got picked on for it because he was overweight and just didn't do anything. Um, okay. And he had a really horrible upbringing. Um, his mom was decent. His mom was a good mom. Fair. Um, okay. But she was heavily abused by dad. Um, okay. And he would just line them up and whip mom, sister, brother, like everybody with the hell belts. Out of everyone. Um, mm-hmm. And he also had an infamous broomstick, and he would Ugh. crack him upside the head. <gasps> and uh, he said, you know, not that his opinion is like <laughs> no taken into consideration, bad. but he did say, like, I remember multiple occasions of myself and everybody in my family being um, knocked unconscious by the broomstick. Ugh, that's horrible. Um, so they never like his mom. He, like, did something bad at school. Okay. And his mom told his dad, and the dad just, like, beat the shit out of him with the belt. And then the mm. mom started to try to protect him. Like, okay, he did bad at school, but, like, we're not going to say anything about it. We're just going to try to cover it up. But it was, Man. yeah, it was really horrible. Um, yeah. So he was just very, you know, much picked on. Um, but he was really smart. Like, he was a really okay. smart kid. He did really well in school. Okay. He never graduated high school, actually, until he... Spoiler alert, he does get caught for all these crimes. Yeah. Um, and That's <laughs> why we're talking about him tonight, yes. Um, but he doesn't, he never graduates high school. Okay. But he actually, when he was 18, became an assistant precinct captain for a Democratic Party candidate of their town. And it, like, it was outside of Chicago. Okay. Right outside. Um, so, pretty cool. Um, yeah. And then he somehow, like, snuck his way into college. 
and okay. got into a business school and went to school for business. Right. Cool. Um, yeah, pretty cool. All right. Um, so he had a bunch of jobs. He's trying to work his way up. Um, he worked uh, for an ambulance service. Okay. Um, and then the one thing, like, as I'm reading this, stuck out to me is he worked for a mortuary. Ooh. Okay. okay. <laughs> Creepy. You want to know where it gets really fucking weird? No, but yes. <laughs> he just decided, like, oh, he's no. such a great employee that he is going to sleep Ooh. in the mortuary. Do we know what he did? Like, what his job was or no? He was an assistant to the mortuary. Like, he kind of helped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, embalming. Oh, okay. and like So, he okay. helped with embalming. I he gotcha. was trying to learn a lot about it. Um, he decided, gotcha. I'm going to clean up. I'm going to do all this. And so, like, they let him sleep in the, like, mortuary. But he decided he was going to sleep in the embalming room. Oh, why? Because he's yeah. psycho. Okay. I don't <laughs> um, like this, Caitlin. So <laughs> I don't like this one bit. Well, it, that's, you... Buckle the fuck up, because this is nothing. This is, like, the least of your issues oh right now. <laughs> you don't need to go get that tequila, because Diet oh. Coke is not going to cut it. Oh, my God. I have to call my mom. So- <laughs> um, okay, so, yeah, he sleeps in the embalming room, and yeah. then, you know, obviously he's telling this to the police way after it happens, yeah. and he admits to this, is that he didn't, he remembers doing it, but remembers like kind of snapping back to and being like, oh, what the fuck am I doing? He decides there was um, a deceased teenage boy and he was in his coffin. I don't like this. And he decides to open the coffin nope. and crawl nope. into the coffin with him. Nope. Nope. And no, you remember not. when you were caressing my face earlier and that's what she was doing? No, he did he not. He caressing the boy and touching him and just... I need hand being sanitizer. A, this is nasty. <laughs> being a, a dirty doo doo here I'm just with the, my hands the like, <laughs> we both are. <laughs> uh, so he's like touching his naughty bits and just like being really, oh, so really like disgusting. Yeah, like gross. Yeah, okay. yeah. He's being gross. So that's kind of like first thing number one. Never right. he admits to it. Never gets caught doing it. Um, okay. Yeah. Fast forward a little while, he um, Gacy gets married to a woman named Marilyn Myers. Okay. Um, badass. Her father owned like three Kentucky Fried Chickens. A word. And, <laughs> so yeah. he like leveled up. Yeah, and so okay. remember that Gacy went to school for business. Yeah, and so father in law let him manage the three restaurants that he owned. Okay, yeah. Finding so any connections there? You roll up to a KFC. Who's working? Young teenagers. Uh, ooh, ooh, yeah. uh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Go go. <laughs> I hate this. Buckle up. <laughs> I hate this. Caitlin. I hate um, this. So let's just no. kind of backtrack. He's managing these KFCs. Um, he's married to uh, Mrs. Myers. My favorite spray. <laughs> <laughs> it smells so good. Peony is my is my jam. Good lord. But All right, go on. They have two children together: a son and a daughter. Okay. Um. Ooh. So, here's a little side note. All I could think of is, like, Gacy's got these boys. And he's, like... Like, working in the yeah. KFCs. Okay. And he's, like, like trying to dick them down in the, in the old KFC. Ooh. And all I could think of is <laughs> your friend. We're not shall say not be name. named. Yeah, no. <laughs> they got dicked down in the Dunkin' Donuts freezer. <laughs> Tell the story. Tell friend... The story. <laughs> I will not be too revealing, but a very good friend of mine when I was in high school called me to to save her from a situation where 
An intimate encounter occurred at the Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> and, excuse me, that's that's my mother. That's your mother. <laughs> um, and, uh, well, I guess the other partner of the person that was being intimate was unhappy with it and <laughs> may or may not have, like, slashed a tire or two. And As I'm reading this, all I could think of was that. And I was like, I, I, it's in my notes. I'm like, we've got a sidetrack here. And then this bitch tells me this, and she's like, you think we could say your name? And I'm like, no, we cannot. <laughs> Absolutely not. Love you. Love you. You know who you are. So, yes, that is a similar situation. <laughs> okay, so that's happening. The friend is not, Don't, did not yeah. do all this crazy-ass shit. So. No. No. Uh, no. So, okay, so he starts cheating on his wife, Gacy does, um, with prostitutes. Um, And then he starts inviting these teenage boys over to his house. Can I ask a question real quick? Did he identify as, like, bisexual or? He, yes. He, it's later on in the story. Okay, okay. He comes out to his, not this wife, the, spoiler alert, another wife. (laughs) But he does come out as bisexual. Okay, all right. Um, Go on. And that's why they get divorced. Gotcha. (laughs) Okay. So, yeah, obviously he's got a thing for young men. Um, so he's invited these young employees that he has um, over to his house, and he gets them, like, really fucked up, and... Is he dragging them or just getting them, like, real Nope, drunk? just drinking. Just drinking, okay. smoozing them, and he has, like, this, like, basement, like, party room that they, like, dance and, like, just... <laughs> and this is in his house? Yes, in and his he basement. Has children above, yes. like... No, yes, yes. Right now, oh. yes, he does. Yep, okay. yep, yep. Um, and so he would, like, try to, like get going with them and okay. either yeah. like a lot of them did because he offered them money. Um, and so okay. they would go along with it and it was consensual for the money and whatever. Um, but some guys were like, uh, no, <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? And yeah. he was just like, Oh, like I'm glad you just passed the test. Like I'm trying to have model employees. Like so I'm just trying to make sure that <laughs> to see if he's like, <laughs> For 50 bucks. Want to have a night with your manager. (laughs) And if you look him up, like, he's really not attractive at all. No. So, yeah, you you don't have much to work with here. Yeah. So, yeah. You don't need that Um, that bad. And he really convinced a lot of them that this was a scientific research experiment and that, like, he would pay them $50 to to suck his D. (laughs) Like, he wanted oral sex. Um, for fifty dollars, and for said money. this is like a big scientific experiment. The, they these scientists have paid me, you know, money to pay you if this is what we do, <laughs> and like a lot of them did it. Like oh fifty bucks back God. then is a lot of money. Okay, well, I'm gonna have to shower at night. This is <laughs> stop cool. saying my name. <laughs> that is your name. I, oh, you never call it's me. It's either Boo Bear, Baby, or <laughs> I forget all the other stupid <laughs> names. Probably... Bitch, get over here. Yeah, I don't um, you so know, it's gross. disgusting. Ooh, okay. So nobody really ever reported it until 1967. Uh-huh. Um, and he actually got convicted and sentenced. Um, and he went and served 18 months of a 10, he got sentenced to 10 years and only served 18 months. Okay. At this point, uh, Mrs. Myers is like, fuck this. She took the house. She took the money. Oh, yeah, and she girl. took the kids. And when he got sentenced, that was the last time. 
he ever saw her again. She was like, uh-uh. And she like she went to court and got the house, got the kids, got everything, and he was just gone. I can hear a Lizzo song playing in the yeah. background. <laughs> like, get it, girl. Get it, ghoul. Yeah. <laughs> get it, ghoul. Get it, ghoul. Get it, ghoul. Yes. Um, okay, so he gets out after 18 months. Uh, did he change? Did it change him to be a better person? Oh, no. It got way worse. Mm. <laughs> okay. Um, so he then finds an old high school flame. Um, man or woman? female, female okay, okay, flame swoons okay. her right in, gets married, does his thing, um, but doesn't last long, and they get divorced because she caught him in the garage with a bunch of teenage boys watching some gay porn. Oh, <laughs> he's just an ultimate creeper, nasty. Yeah. Okay. So she she gone. So that was just very short lived. She out of here. Yeah. Again, um, good but girl. he had tricked the town really. Into don't forget he was working for like the Democratic Party and like just was an outstanding citizen and like people just thought of him as a good guy like was not very public knowledge um, of all this of, nastiness going down like <laughs> in the love basement yeah. in the love garage. So like. let's bring up the clowns. So oh, he send in the clowns. <laughs> send him oh, the clowns. Send them back out. Like this creepy ass motherfucker dressed up as Pogo the clown and went to children's hospitals and like oh, performed no. and like just tried to you know tell me he wasn't being nasty there. I, there was no reports of okay. anything in the hospital. Um, <clears throat> Excuse me, but he dressed up and, like, everyone was like, oh, like, that's really sweet. Like, he, and a creepy thing was he was, like, he self-taught himself to paint his face like a clown. Like, he did all his makeup on his own. But they said, like, most clowns, I'm, like, moving it with my, you know, fingers here. Like, like, you can see it, yeah. (laughs) The red on their mouth has the curved corners like the circle like a like, smile yeah well right but it's like rounded corners oh their mouth right oh yeah he, we've seen it when it's got the like the jagged edge oh. he did a jagged edge interesting i wonder if there's any like symbolic there like, was um they said basically the rounded edges were not it wasn't so terrifying like well, right. rounded edges are nice fucking you know, ronald mcdonald is pretty fucking scary yeah like, even with the rounded edges but like the pointed edges is like that's that's kind of creepy yeah and he always did the pointed edges right Ooh, yeah so let's get into like the deep down like nastiness we know he murdered some people yeah. <laughs> we know he likes young boys. There's a lot of young boys. Um, so he actually committed his first murder in 1975. So he's, like, fairly, he's old? Mm-hmm. Like, older? Yeah. Um, he was in his 30s. Okay. Um, and he continued a killing spree for two years. Um, he okay. committed murder until uh, 1978. Um, and so a lot of this information now is coming from him. So... There's still kind of some more stories here, but these are all self-admitted things. Like he, so he confessed. To doing he confessed, not by choice, but once he knew he was fucked, like he told all and had no remorse for any of it. Wow! So he's a giant sack of shit. Yeah. All right. Um. So he called these years that he, the two years that he was doing all this like heinous shit, his cruising years. He was cruising. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. So, the way Gross. he murdered them, um, okay. he would handcuff them, okay. rape them, strangle them, no. um, partially drown them, 
Um, partially chloroform them, so they were just really fucked up. Oh, no. Um, and just rape them, and he would a lot of times sit on their chests, and he's, like, a big dude, and, like, a lot of them, them. yep, uh, asphyxiation, he would put cloths in their mouths, and, like, they really just died kind of horrible. Just, um, yeah, just horrific deaths. Um, and do you want to, (laughs) it gets worse. I don't like this. Um, most of his murders, he was dressed as the clown. Oh, that I just like came to work and like come drink some alcohol and do this. And like, let me handcuff you and show you. And they would do it. And he, that's how he, he would rape and murder them as like Pogo the clown. Um, so if I see Ronald McDonald coming at me, I'm going to throw punch him. Yeah. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. like, as I've told you, he's very book smart. Like, he went through college. He was intelligent. He, yeah, he was intelligent. Common sense, Ugh, not so okay. much. Um, they think, because, remember, he had these kind of blackouts as a child. Okay. They're thinking he kind of went through another blackout, especially after committing a, a heinous amount of murders in a short amount of time. Okay. Um, that he, like, covered himself in mud and, like, went to the police station and just said he'd been in, like, this really bad car accident. But, like, okay. had very little detail, didn't really have a whole lot of information uh-huh. on what it was, and that kind of just, like, red flagged the police. Is this a specific event? Like, he goes to the police covered it? Like, why, do we know why he covered himself in mud? No, we okay. don't. Okay, he just rolls he up. He just rolls there. up, and that flagged the police to say, like, there's well, no details, there's you can't no say. Right, there's no accident, he's... Just acting really odd. Erratic. Okay. They know who he is. Yeah. Um, so they he leaves and they're like, okay, you're good, just go back home. Like you're fine. Yeah. And so the police kind of start digging in a little more. Yeah. Um, and find out that remember, he had gone to jail. Oh, that's right. Okay. For sexual assault and sodomy of an underage child. And so this is all starting to pop up. As all of these stories of missing teenage boys have oh, been like so kind of ramped up in the past two years, and they're like, "Oh, Whoa, so like, right, like they're like, this is the guy, like he literally, okay, just that was the worst mistake he made, and that okay. kind of started. He like started to befriend the cops, like, hey, like be my friend. Common tactic too, yeah, like, to get in he on. invited two detectives over. To his house for dinner. <laughs> what an idiot. Well, yeah. So they come over and he's like talking up like his marriages and he has these children and he's like doing all this great stuff, being a clown. Yeah. And what really started to trigger them is during this, he's like, you know, clowns can get away with murder. It says that to the damn detective. He's a dumb dumb. Well, that's what I'm saying. Book smart, but like common sense. Dumb dumb. No, 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 no. So they're just still playing along with it. And they bring in a little doggo, police canine, a little little oat, a sweet little oat. oat. And saying, you know, do your job. Like a cadaver dog? Not a cadaver dog, but just kind of not a drug dog either. Just a trained canine dog that gives different signals for drugs, gives different different signals for, yeah. Okay. Apparently he gives like the death signal like body like death okay on his property oh like the dog gets there and he's just like signals yeah something is not good so they like have so much kind of like the all the puzzle pieces are starting to come together um Mm -hmm. so gacy starts to realize that he is 
kind of the main focus of this investigation. Like, they're really starting to ask more questions. Yeah, and well, no shit. He's kind of like the prime suspect on this. Um, so he just all of a sudden cracks and just can't handle it anymore. So he drives to his lawyer's fucking office with the local newspaper that has the most recent missing boy on the front page, uh-huh. points to the paper and says, this boy is dead. He's in the river. And that lawyer is like, Oh, keep talking. Keep talking. Yeah. Um, And so the lawyer, I think, realizes, like, what is going on. And, like, shout out to this, like, outstanding citizen to, like, not go for the money. But, like, hey, like, this is serious. This is the guy that did it. And so Gacy continues. And he basically confesses everything. All the murders that he has committed. And his quote to the the, um, lawyer, he said, I have been the judge, jury, and executioner of many, many people. Um, And he went on to talk about the rope trick. And a lot of times he would, he had a um, tourniquet and he would put it around their neck and slowly like pull it. So they slowly died. Um, As I said earlier, he partially would drown them and he would just rape them. And it was just, it was horrible. Um, So he Confess, they find his home, you know, they go through his home. They search it, obviously. Uh, and they found 29 bodies in oh his home. Oh, God. Um, in the crawl space. Oh, my Under God. his garage. Um, and then there were three um, boys found in the river near their house. Um, and then he knew the name of another um, young boy that had gone missing and said he murdered them. They never found him. Um okay. So yeah, he that he was convicted of thirty three murders and was found guilty for thirty three. And there were a lot more young boys of that same age that he never confessed to. They think it was, but they think it was him um, because it was just the the kind of circumstances were all the same. Um, They demolished his house after that. Like they just. We're done with it. The house is no longer there, no longer standing. I assume this stupid question. Uh-huh. Did they like remove the remains? They did. did. They, give them they a did. Proper yes, burials? they did. Um, okay. And they identified all. I mean, it took years to identify sure. them, and but at least they were kind of given some closure to yes. that horrific end. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep, they sure were. Okay. Um, so he was obviously charged and convicted um, for all thirty-three murders, and he served fourteen years um, by lethal injection. Um, and the creepiest part to me, this is wrapping it up. So he was executed. He was I'm executed. Okay. Yep. Yes. Um, and the creepiest part to me is that like, you know how people are obsessed with like serial killers and like, they have like fan mail and like people are just obsessed with different things. He would paint clowns in prison uh-huh. and he sold his artwork and people bought it. And he said like, I paint them to like bring joy to people. Ew! Isn't that the most disturbing part of that entire story? Oh yeah! Ooh. <laughs> like no, I don't like oh, that one oh, bit. Oh, like and then people bought it though. Like the fuck are you doing? Well, I think Manson did that too. Yeah, right? like mm-hmm. his a lot of his artwork, and they, I think they stopped allowing them to like obviously to sell, sell it, and then they're sneaking it out. But, but interesting though, Jody Arias, who yeah. I was obsessed with that whole like oh, murder that's trial. That's episode. a whole other episode. Yeah. She is actually, she's an actual, like, incredible artist, but she sells her artwork as well. And she has it go to, like, the, I could get all into this, but the, to the domestic violence, like, association. Oh and, God. yeah. Okay. But that's yeah. a whole other topic. Yeah. We're not going to get into that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Shady Sheila. Shady but, Sheila. 
yeah, he sold clown fucking paintings Ew. to bring people joy. And I'm like, just knowing that, like, oh, my God, like, I would never want to be murdered, like, in the first place. But being murdered by and, like, what? raped by a clown, like, oh, no, there's no, just no, nothing no, worse. No. My question, so the house, now, did he move houses from the time this all began? Like, were you able to see that? No. Like, he was it in was the, the same, same house. house. Well, not with the first wife, though. Because the first wife took the she house. She took the house, so he And moved. they sold it, yes. It was another house. Okay. Not, like, not far down the road. And then he was with that girl for, like, a hot minute. Yes, and that was the house that And that was when he only had two wives. Did he have yes. a third? Okay. So when he was, like, doing the majority of this, was he married or was he... No, because Sheila she 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 left after, like, she found him... In the garage. In the garage with the, boys with, being nasty. like, gay Whoa. man porn. And she was like, yeah, yeah, bye. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy, yeah. right? Ew. Shit, man. <laughs> yeah. I told you to buckle up. I think we both had some buckle up stories. That was, um. I needed an airbag. That's from my James Wyatt, man. Normal. Like, there you go. There's your shout out story I'm, that you I wanted. I you're happy because I am good <laughs> and disturbed and I have to go to sleep soon. Yeah. Thank you, everybody. <laughs> oh, my God. Do, 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 Shut do, up. Do. Don't. <laughs> stop. No. Absolutely oh, not. Man. That was good and fucking terrible. That was a really so. good one. We should have saved that one for Halloween, but we're going to give the people what they want. Yeah. <laughs> that I am so disturbed. Just know Celeste is going to bathe in hand sanitizer <laughs> after this because I feel so dirty. Like, oh, it's just, that's horrible. It's mm-hmm. so horrific. It's so, that is just so sad yeah. that, you know, so many of mm-hmm. those people met their fate that way. That is just, it's, it's horrific. Yep. Um, and at least he is not here anymore to, to do anymore. Absolutely. But, ooh. Ooh. <laughs> I know. So did you enjoy this, the topic or, you know, it was really good. Um, yeah. All right. Well, I did too. I think that, you know, we've covered a lot of good topics and I just wanted to remind you guys that if there, you know, if you have some topics you'd like us to cover, there are a couple ways to reach us. Our computer almost restarted. <laughs> it had like 10 seconds. I'm seriously like going sorry off. for all the clicking, but like a big pop-up just came up. It's like, your computer's going to restart in seven now. seconds. This is why we are so sorry. We don't know. We're, we're sorry. We're, we're tinging. We're texting. We're restarting. We're, we're just a mess. If you That's why you love us. us. If you want to reach us. Remember, we have an Instagram, Goal Friends Podcast. We've had so many people join the Instagram yes. and message um, we also have an email account, girlfriendspodcast at gmail.com. We got our first Woo! freaking what was her email. Name? Christina? Christina. Christina girl. Christina girl. You the bomb. And our first listener story to the Instagram. Yeah. And it was fucking scary. I will let you read it after this. That's but so cool. Yeah. Send in your stories because we'd love to do a, an episode where yeah. we read them truly because this one scared the pants. I was at work and I was holding my phone <laughs> and I was reading. I literally like had to like drop my phone. So I was just like, snap. <laughs> I had to get it out of my hands because it scared me that bad. Yes. So send them in. Let us know of any topics. We'd love to hear from you and we hope you're enjoying because we're so glad all of you are here. Yeah. Hey, y'all. Hey, yo. So, for the meantime, I'm Celeste. And I'm Caitlin. And we're your ghoul friends.